0: Welcome to this week's How to Tuesday. I have my favorite guest here, Turner Roland, guide extraordinaire, going to teach us how to call in an elk today. Turner, what do you got for us?
1: Well, um, there are a few different ways you can do it. A few different um, strategies. There are two main strategies, is what I would say: a, a, a cow call based approach and a, a bugle based approach. And um, basically, the the two basic things about those are bugle is a is a kind of fighting call from another male and a cow call is a breeding call from a female. So, um, you know, you can you can start out even doing a hybrid approach, doing a kind of a cow call and bugle strategy, which is what I like to do. Um, so say you have a bull bugling down this drainage, which is just, you know, the intersection of two ridges at a creek, mm-hmm. which is very commonplace for elk to to be in and to be doing their thing so if you have a an elk bugle in this drainage and it whether he's with cows or without cows doesn't doesn't really matter for this purpose you want to basically get as close to him as possible before calling I see a lot of people um, even on you know some hunting videos kind of bugling their way to the elk and they're just thinking you know well he's he's bugling back he's bugling back like I'm doing the right thing but what you want to do is you want to get right in his back door and then you want to either make him mad or make him want to breed <laughs> so you know my favorite way to do it is make making him mad because I just like to make a lot of noise um, so if you want to make him mad you want to bugle a lot that's great um, get in his back door throw out a bunch of aggressive bugles there's really not much point in in bugling just kind of soft really get at it you want to get in there within ideally a hundred yards in his bubble, bugle at him. And he can either come running to you or just kind of look at you. And he may get a little mad. Another strategy is, um, kind of a closing strategy. It's to take a tree branch and kind of scrape it up and down, um, a tree like basically doing the same thing as when an elk scrapes his, his antlers, which is kind of a, a sign saying, okay, well, let's fight. Um, if you're doing kind of like a, like an estrus mew, basically what, what cows do on, you know, when they're in estrus, you do want to do the same thing. Just close the distance as fast as possible. And then you want to cow call. Um, same thing with cow calling. A lot of people make a mistake is um, just cow calling their way to the elk. But all that's doing is letting the elk know exactly where you are at all times. Mm. Um, you know, play the wind. Usually... Um, you can play the wind real well with what are called thermals. So typically the, the wind is going to be coming down the mountain in the morning and then up the mountain in the afternoon. So if you have a, you know, a bull above you, you know, in the morning, that's a good thing. Um, and then if you have a bull below you in the morning, typically not a good thing. So you want to either wait or circle around and just play the wind real carefully. Um, I don't. I'm not too afraid of making a lot of noise because, you know, if you've if you've ever elk hunted and gotten in, into elk, um, they make a lot of noise when they come through the woods. And I've I've even had elk come to me when I'm walking to them and don't even really know they're there, <laughs> um, which is can be really exciting. And so when you call an elk in, you, you know they're coming. So, um, I would say the biggest another another big thing I see a lot of people doing. Um, kind of making mistakes are is not being ready all the time so when you start calling like it's game on like you want to have an arrow knocked or um you know if you're hunting in a wilderness area during the rut um pretty deep back there there's some like the bob marshall wilderness area in montana allows you to rifle hunt during the rut um so if you're calling even then you know have a you know have your safety on and a, a you know a, a bullet in the chamber um but always be ready play the wind. Get right in his back door and either make him mad or make him want to breed, as I would say, are the two biggest things.
0: All right, so let's talk about get right in his back door. What do you mean exactly?
1: So, um, all right, you have a bull bugling in this drainage. You hear him. You know exactly where he is. Even if you really don't know where it is, you know, you can still throw out a couple bugles and try to locate him. But don't, you know, you want to throw out as, as, as few bugles as you can when you're not in that, in that bubble. But really, a a bull doesn't want to fight, typically. Like, he, he can get mad and you can kind of make him want to fight, but he doesn't typically want to fight. Like, he wants to breed, and if you get in the way of him breeding, then he's going to want to fight. And so that's how you bugle him in. You kind of have to get in the way of him wanting to breed, and the way you do that is get really close to him. And then bugle really aggressively. Like you're the bull that is getting in the way of him breeding. Um the another like big thing about it is that when you are bugling, he's gonna be looking for you. Like he wants to see you. So in places like um the Missouri breaks in Montana, um, like you're not gonna be able to call really at all. Cause you're gonna call, and he's gonna look at you. He's gonna look for you. He's gonna look for that bull that's making that noise, and he's not gonna see you, and he's gonna run off in the other direction. So make sure if you are calling, the best place to call a bull in is like super thick timber and dark timber, which um, is great cause then you can hear him coming. You can kind of look for him and you can kind of see him and you know get ready cause especially have you if you have a um, you know a, your client or your buddy, 50 yards in front of you, and you're 50 yards behind him. Calling, they may run run your buddy right over. <laughs> um, they, I mean, they, if uh, you know, if you bugle them in, they're going to come in stiff legged. So you also got to be careful about you know making moves and and doing that. It's a really effective strategy to have your buddy 50 yards in front of you because you can be scraping a tree and beating up a tree, um, and he can be looking for that bull. And then you know, out of the corner of his eye, he sees your buddy draw, and he's just kind of kind of look at him you know, he's going to maybe think it's a cow or a a bull. They don't have the best eyesight. Mm -hmm. So you can, you know, they, with a white tail or Turkey, it's pretty hard to shoot them standing up. Um, But I mean, as long as, as long as you don't move, they can walk right past you, which is pretty cool. (laughs) Um, But they do have just an absolutely terrific sense of smell. So um, yeah, just be careful about, um, about movement once they're looking at you though. Um, But I had a I had a client I called a bull in um, for him about thirty four yards um, a really nice wide six by six and he drew back and everything perfect and his head was right behind a tree when he drew back so everything was perfect and um, you know there's there are a few things that you can do once he does stop because he stopped dead when his head was right behind behind a tree he was kind of done looking he he was bug we were bugling back and forth for fifteen minutes probably mm-hmm. and um he was just kind of tired of looking he didn't see anything and and so um I started you know mewing a little bit with a cow call and um you know beating up a tree a little bit and that can kind of be a little bit of a closer. Um also I mean just I've seen I've seen some guys, you know, call bulls in with with uh just like a, a half bugle but really aggressively. And then they're just kicking the ground. Hmm. So, I mean, elk make a lot of noise. So what, while you're calling, you're trying to imitate an elk, you can make a lot of noise, but but make noise that an elk would make, (laughs) you know, (laughs) don't just, don't just go walking around. Um, but also don't, don't be afraid to close the gap because if you don't close the gap, then you're you're really not going to call an elk in like you. It's, I mean, Corey Jacobson can call an elk from 500 yards away, probably, but that that's probably it. Like, he's probably the only one. And, um, I mean, I, at least in the area that I'm hunting. Um, so, closing the gap is number one thing. Just like turkey hunting, just like Graham likes to say, you got to get in their bubble or else they're not interested. Like, it's just they have other turkeys, they have other elk they can go You're to. Right.
0: You're only going to pull them so far. Yeah. Like, it's it's very effective, but... Only for so far and then either they get bored or they're they're leaving something behind them and they're only gonna walk away so far before they are gonna choose to go back. Right.
1: Right. And especially if you're bugling, they're not gonna I mean, when they're when the only thing on their mind are cows, they're not gonna you know, go three hundred yards to fight another bull when they can go a hundred yards and, and breed some cows. Mm. Um, but you know, another big thing is I see people kind of being like timid to, to get super close to them because they're making a lot of noise. Mm-hmm. But I mean, as long as you're kind of, especially if you're another buddy with you, you have four legs, so just kind of pace your walking. I mean, it's it doesn't take a lot to sound like an elk. Like elk are super loud coming through the timber. So just, you know, walk and pace your pace your walk like a four-legged animal would. And I mean, you can walk right up right up to them within you know within dark timber you can walk you know within 50 yards of them if you don't if they don't see you hmm. you know and they just hear you um so you get you get right there and and you just bugle as aggressively you can and and he's probably coming you know if if some if you're having a barbecue and um some guy you know and you have your wife and your family out there and and some guy from across the street Starts yelling stuff, you know, at your wife. You're probably just gonna be like, man, that guy's, you know, I'm not even gonna, not even gonna mess with him. It's not worth it. But if some guy comes in and breaks into your backyard and starts yelling stuff at your wife, then you're gonna come and you're gonna beat him up. (laughs) So that's the, that's the thing. You gotta, you gotta go in his backyard, and you gotta, you gotta talk to him a little bit. Yeah, you gotta (laughs) take his ribs. (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right. Well, that's some great tips. And uh, you know, I guess I guess we could close it out by which which is more satisfying to um shoot an elk with a bow or with a gun.
1: Oh, man, for me with a bow 100% cuz it's, it's during the rut, they're bugling. I mean, you can you can shoot an elk with a rifle during the rut too and, you know, if you're x amount of miles back from a wilderness area in some places but it's it's not the same it's not the same yeah the
0: bow hunting sounds awesome
1: all right great
0: tips thank you turner all right thank you